Welcome to a brand new season of I'm Your Biggest Fan, Fiction. Fiction, 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 fiction. The whole gang's here. By whole gang, I mean just my wife, Annalisa. That's yeah. Right. It's just us this time around for the first episode of season three. I'll tell you what, it's nice being able to do an episode naked. Yeah, with our windows open. Yeah. And the snow falling. Yeah. And we both have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <coughs> yeah. Oh, it's no laughing matter. Ooh, said someone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Who cares? But anyways, today we're here to kick the season three off. We were actually going to do it sooner, but things happened, of course, that we can't control. We but, forgot. Yeah. And also we weren't allowed to do it. And so... Here we are now in 2021 on January 1st, kicking in the new year with a brand new episode for all of our listeners. Shout out, big ups to all 300 million of you. 300 million? You didn't tell us when we hit a million. I know. I wanted to save it for as a surprise. Wow. So obviously we wrote a story each and we're going to read it to each other. But before we get into that, I got to let you know that uh, today's sponsor... We're brought to you by Tice. I can't. Do you have a sponsor today? I don't. Tice. I don't have a sponsor today. What? No. We ran out of sponsors. Uh, we even had an additional week for you to find a sponsor. I couldn't find one. I give up. Wow. Well, maybe we'll find some more money after we get our stimulus checks somewhere. Oh. Somebody will be able to spend some money for us. That's true. I'm sorry I failed you. No one's getting paid from our podcast this time around. That's okay. We okay. just we just had Christmas, so we had a, we got a bunch of money from them. True. From all those. So I folks. guess this podcast is brought to you by Christmas. Wow. That's really special. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you start with our story? With our story? Or your story. Tice helped me write my story today. No, I didn't. <laughs> Start uh, with your story and then we'll critique it at the end. And I'll oh talk boy. about the different things that are wrong with it. Okay, well, my story is called Plight of the Concords. Whoa, that's yeah. so crazy because we had just been watching the Flight of the Concords What? Show. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we were doing it today. Wow. And then... We took a break to write our stories what? today, and somehow, through some crazy coincidence, that's uh, the title of your story. It's not related at all, okay. though. Okay. Yeah, it's... All right. Okay, I'm going to start. Go ahead. Jermaine Clement sat in his 2,000-square-foot penthouse apartment in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, this is already really different, because <laughs> in Flight of the Concords, Jermaine and Brad are both very poor. Yeah, well, this is a different time. Okay. Um, he had finally made enough money to get the apartment of his dreams, and it was stocked full of the latest furniture and art. He was alone, but that was only because it was in the middle of a pandemic and he was socially distancing. At least, that's what he told himself. <laughs> sure, it had been a while since he had a conversation with anyone else, but that was because he was really busy brainstorming for new, new ideas. He sat on his 10-foot, wide and tall, couch Ooh. and put on the Muppets. 
He mindlessly scrolled through all of his social media accounts and then sent out a funny tweet. Who needs friends when you've got lots of stuff? He posted with a picture of his new apartment. <laughs> nice. Celebrities are so funny on Twitter. Oh, yeah. He set his phone down and closed his eyes to enjoy the onslaught of notifications he was about to get. Ping! The likes were starting to flood in. Ping! Ah, the validation. Ping! He looked down at his phone. It was a message from his publicist, Jermaine. Check BuzzFeed. He pulled up the website, and the top trending story was roasting him for being rich and tone deaf. <laughs> he didn't understand why everyone was so against him. He hadn't jumped on the bandwagon to sing with all the other celebrities at the beginning of the pandemic. He voiced a character in Moana. He was just a guy. Jermaine was tired <laughs> of the constant scrutiny. He couldn't just live his life. He scoured the internet for hours, trying to find a flight back to New Zealand. But after defeating COVID for the second time, they weren't taking any chances. He was stuck alone in his huge apartment, and he fell into a deep depression. Ooh. Meanwhile, Brett McKenzie was bored. He had spent the beginning of quarantine writing hilarious songs and even thought of five new Muppets movies. But <laughs> he doesn't now, write the Muppets movies. Well, he wrote the music for them. The first one. Right. Uh, yeah, so, I guess he's just, you know, he's just overachieving, I yeah. suppose. But now, five years into the pandemic, his writer's block was turning his brain to mush, even mushier than a mushed banana. He needed a break, and the only thing he could think of was logging into his old Second Life account. He booted up his laptop and signed on. When he was done updating his character's features to match his current style, he headed to the main hub to see what, ha what the haps were in this online world. What he found was Armageddon. <laughs> Buildings were either burning or burnt, there were stray animals eating out of the garbage cans. It stunk really bad, or at least it probably did. Somebody's dirty underwear hung from a flagpole in the center of the hub. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> Hello? Wait, I, I can't do a New Zealand accent. Who's, wow. Whose panties are these? <laughs> ah, they be the undergarments of a tormented soul. <laughs> Who goes there? wrote Brett. He didn't see anyone, but the text box appeared to be hovering over a dark alley. Come here, boy, typed the possible miscreant. And if I do, what will you do to me? Let me eyes get a closer look at ye, and then I'll decide. <laughs> Brett was so bored that he was curious. He inched forward toward the alley. His eyes adjusted to the dim light, and he saw a man with a peg leg sitting on an unfolded cardboard box. Well... You like what you see? <laughs> Pin the bum. What exactly am I looking at? Typed Brett. This is me and my skimmies, boy. Taint you ever seen a libidinous vagabond? <laughs> what? A horny bum. A horny bum. A libidinous, a libidinous vagabond. Oh. I used my thesaurus for that one. Dang. Good thinking, babe. Thank you. <laughs> Brett then remembered that a big part of Second Life was people using it as a way to have sex online. He started to leave to try to find someone else that could help him figure out what was going on. Wait! Come back! I was only half joshing. Please, come sit. I'll tell you my tale. Since there was literally nothing at stake and he couldn't actually be harmed, Brett walked back to the bum and sat down next to him on his cardboard box. A few years ago began the bum. I logged on to me second life account. I was so horny. 
This is my only outlet after the pandemic stopped all in real life dating. Anyway, while I was making me way through the throes of winches and minches, I came across an ad for a new group that was starting. The New Zealots. They were a harsh group intent on bringing the happiness of this world to an end. At first it sounded nice to be a part of something. I joined their ranks back when it was just wedgies and stealing linden dollars. Which is the money in Second Life. Yeah. I looked that up. <laughs> no, you play Second Life. No, 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 no. Who's, where's your Second Life character live? I don't want to say. China. China? <laughs> Wuhan. But it began to turn into something more sinister. I found out later when they were trying to get me to join their inner circle. They told me I would need to provide proof of me loyalty. <laughs> so I did, without hesitation. But after I, they got their hands on me secrets, I was ostracized. The old Wait, ma- this is a pirate guy, right? Well, kind of. I mean, he's an old man that talks like a pirate, and he has a peg leg. He sounds like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> the old man trailed off. His see- his face seemed to communicate that he was done talking about this. Brett was bored again. He didn't remember Second Life having this much chatting. <laughs> oh, okay, well, thanks for sharing your story. I've got to be going now. Cheers. You can't. That's the thing about the new zealots. They've changed the coding of Second Life, and now you can't escape. Not till you give them your secrets. <laughs> I don't believe you. Why are you still here? I stole me secrets back. <laughs> the old man pulled out an envelope labeled Secrets. <laughs> and now I work for them. The screen of Wait, Brett's what? laptop went black, and someone threw a bag over Brett's real head. Got him! Brett heard his door open and footsteps coming towards him. He was forced into a vehicle and driven to an undisclosed location. Brett. <laughs> they strapped him to a chair, and when they finally ripped the bag off his head, he was blinded by a spotlight. Who are you? What do you want from me? Brit, Brit, Brit. A booming voice came over the loudspeaker. It's about time. Brett would recognize that voice anywhere. Jermaine? What? Jimmy would never betray him. Perhaps. Huh? If you wanted to hang out, you could have just called me. The end. What the? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. I set the bar really high, I know. I was really sad. Why? Jermaine betrayed Britt. Oh, well, it wasn't really a betrayal. He just wanted to hang out. (laughs) Wait, but what about the New Zealots? That was all just to distract Was him. Jermaine the pirate? Uh, in a way, yeah. Well, no, not in a way. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was... Okay, so that pirate guy was hired by Jermaine to distract him so that Jermaine could come over and kidnap him so they could hang out. Okay, but what about this? What happened to Jermaine mm-hmm. being in trouble for being aloof with his It riches. had been five years. Time had passed. Five Everyone years? Forget- well, I said that in the story. They were five years into the pandemic. Oh, was that after Jermaine took that picture and tweeted? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, are you One Tree Hill? Just skip ahead five yeah, years? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. In order to do a different story? Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're sitting and staring at your computer screen for a really long time and you can't think of an ending, and so... Yeah, that makes sense. You've got a really strong beginning. You know. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your beginning was like, whoa, what? Yeah. And I was like, You're really this is going it. somewhere. And then just like in One Tree Hill, it's five years later. And yeah. I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're left confused. Everyone's grown hopeless. up. But hopeful because they were hanging out again. True. Yeah, true. Well, that was really good. I'm glad you wrote wow. a story. Wow. That was a one-handed golf clap. That's the highest praise you could get from my BB. It's true. But now we must move on to me. And the shine, the spotlight must shine on me once again. <laughs> oh, brother. My story is called... Wait, what is it called? What the... Chris Kringle? Oh, it's called Sean Astin Saves the Day. Sean Astin. Oh, uh, Sam from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> It was the start of a new year, and Sean Astin had sworn to himself that this would be his year. If I have to pose with a fan and say, Potatoes, one more time, I'm going to scream, he told himself on New Year's Day. (laughs) Sean lay in his triple California king-size bed that could comfortably sleep 20 adult humans. I'm going to star in a Marvel movie. I can play Thanos Jr. or something. (laughs) Thanos Jr.? (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to finish my script for Rudy 2, the nursing home bowl. (laughs) The world is my oyster and I'm going to shuck it to death, he said to himself. He let a big, floppy, wet fart clap his cheeks and flood his sheets, warming him. What? (laughs) This sounds like your story. And it warmed him. Uh-huh. And he sniffed deeply. Yes, 2021 is the year. Oh my gosh. Sean jumped out of bed, wiggled his toes, shook his head, and hopped in the shower. He lathered up his body with the chicken tikka masala body wash Gross. that Elijah Wood had gifted him for Christmas. Dang, that smells like dinner. He okay, chimed. so is Elijah Wood a good gift giver then? He knows exactly what Sean Aston would appreciate and in, in this case it's chicken tikka masala body wash spicy warm just like real like that you know that yeah kiva smell uh-huh. yeah yeah dang that smells like dinner he chimed as he merrily washed his penis and butt cheeks oh my gosh boom bong who could that be said sean he turned the water spout off and hopped out of the shower sopping wet he jammed his legs into skin tight jeans his wet arms, chest, and back stuck to the thin white shirt he wriggled that into. That sounds awful. I hate that <laughs> so much. Well, he's... he's Okay, well, you got somebody bing-monging. Yeah. You hop out of the shower. You don't got time to dry off. What about a robe? Put on his clothes. He has a he triple king-size California That's where bed. all his money went. Uh, okay. He wrapped a beautifully knit scarf around his neck and plopped a soft beige fedora on his head. So, he's the worst guy ever. <laughs> he's cool. And he smells like chicken tikka masala. Yeah, that's gross. I'm coming, I'm coming. Sean opened the door to his home. Who? <laughs> Moaned Tim Allen. Oh my, what the? <laughs> you look wet, pal. Who? <laughs> what the? I just got dressed for my shower. What do you want, Tim? It's America. We gotta save it. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) What? No. I'm done with 2020. COVID, Trump, voting, social distancing. It's all fucking over for me, pal. (laughs) Tim Allen looked around, sad. 
listen, I love Trump just as much as the next guy. Wow. But he didn't send me my 2000 bucks. <laughs> so now we got to go down to the Capitol and make it happen. Sean Aston looked Tim Allen up and down. He had his wood brown, fluffily Seinfeld mullet and his light blue jeans with a green button down tucked in and a tool belt clasped around his waist. Wow. He was serious. I can't, Tim, said Sean with a, after a moment. I got to focus on 2021. He slammed the door in Tim's face. What? Ten days later. Wow. Sean Aston typed what would be the final words to Rudy 2. Rudy dies from head trauma. The end. <laughs> wow, he said to himself. What a genius script. Oh my. Just then, Sean's phone rang. Hello? <laughs> it's me, Tim Allen. Turn to Fox News. I told you, oh Tim. I'm done with 2020. That means no Fox News, no CNN, no MSNBC, okay? Stop <laughs> bugging me. Just do it. Oh, oh, oh. Tim Allen hung up. Sean Aston, overwhelmed with curiosity, turned on Fox News. Some white woman with tight skin and bug eyes sneered and jeered and flapped her jaw. But the news story caught Sean Aston's eye. Ooh. If you're just joining us, a strange decision made by still Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell... The election is now over, and America left no president at all. Oh, that sounds like heaven. The TV cut from the anchor woman to bitchy Mitch on the Senate floor. <laughs> fine. You fools, fine. You want money. You want younger reps. You want this. You want that. Women want something. LGBTQ want something else. Well, guess what, you fools? Trump wants this. Joe Biden wants the opposite. AOC wants all or nothing. Bernie Sanders wants to rule. How about no government? <laughs> America is now a lawless, governmentless hellscape. He screeched into the microphone. Wow. Sean Aston raised an eyebrow in confusion. Mitch then disrobed quietly, unveiling an atomic bomb strapped what to his the? pale, frog-like chest. <laughs> he retched and detonated himself. What sound was that? His final bellow. Was it like a squeak? A scree, as you can see. Scree! Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> he detonated himself. The screen went black. Sean Aston's phone rang thrice before he answered it. Wow. Hello? Oh? <laughs> see? See what happened? We had our chance, Shawnee. Oh. But we didn't take it because of you. Now the entire East Coast is in flame. Wow. Oh? Fuck Sean Aston. For real. Sean didn't speak. He didn't breathe. He couldn't. Why, the entire government just went up in flames, and now 2021, which was supposed to be incredible, was now going to be even worse. Ugh. Unless... He became president. Sean flipped open his laptop to his Rudy 2 script. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> no, this is not the answer. He erased Rudy's death and instead typed the following. Rudy decides to become president. Uh, what? The end? Dot, 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 question mark? Tim, meet me in the ashy, radioactive ruins of D.C. I'm going to save America. Oh. oh? Three days later, Sean Aston rides a motorcycle, or rode a motorcycle with spikes on the wheels and blood crusted along the flanks, rode through New D.C. with a shotgun strapped his this back. This is Sean's vehicle of choice. This is yeah. a vehicle that he's had for a while? No, this is his new ride oh. that he got in the ruins of D.C. Okay, okay. But he's, it's now new D.C. Oh. Tim Allen, arms wrapped around Sean's waist, 
sat behind him on the bike. Sean drifted into his parking spot in front of the new White House and waltzed through the door. He made his way past empty offices and deserted corridors and into the Oval Office. Tim shut the door behind him. Sorry, Mr. President. <laughs> but the cleanup crew hasn't had time to scrub the charred remains of spray tan and burnt hair pieces from the carpet in the master bedroom. Burnt hair pieces? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay, Tim. Have they aligned the satellites yet? <laughs> yes. The world is waiting for your broadcast. Papa Jesus. Uh, what? <laughs> 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 I like I can't remember did Tim Allen actually make that sound that all the time in the show there's a 14 minute uh, clip on YouTube that you can that everyone can search oh that is 14 minutes straight of every single uh, uh, that Tim Allen does the entire show Uh, and but there's more obviously but they left out repeated ones or whatever yeah anyway yes the world is waiting for your broadcast (laughs) Sean Astin looked at his note cards he was about to address the public as president of the US for the first time he was scared don't be scared Johnny remember in home improvement when my son, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, got scared of the bully at school. So I told him to take my Milwaukee M18 fuel, 18-volt lithium-ion brushless cordless half-inch hammer drill into wrestling practice. So he could drill a hole in the bully's kidney when he was showering up. Oh. Then my wife yelled at me, but I said, oh, 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 and went outside. And my neighbors stared at me over the fence, but I maced him in the eyes. And finally, that was when they replaced me with a body double. Oh. Oh, wow. No, I don't remember that episode. Well, no matter. The lesson stands. Be like my son. Be brave. (laughs) Sean Astin knew that Tim was right. He turned toward the camera, and Tim Allen flipped it on. Fellow Americans, it's me, your new president, Sean Astin. First off, I want to congratulate the late Mitch McConnell. Yes, he was a real fucker. But he couldn't have known the effects of the special kind of fertilizer used in his homemade atom bomb that would seep into our country's water supply and kill all COVID germs. So a moment of silence for our nation's latest hero. (laughs) Wow. So he died, the villain, but his memory lived on as the savior. Mm -hmm. Now... I know that a few days ago we experienced a great tragedy that started 2021 off on the wrong foot. But guess what? All the people you hate were roasted out of existence. We're starting over. And I have claimed the throne of the president. If anyone wants to argue, go ahead. But until then, I'm calling the shots. Me and Tim Allen. Oh. His vice president? Yeah. Tim Allen. Tim moaned off camera. Indeed, Tim. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know that my first order of business is I will star on the Broadway version of my play, Rudy 2, Rudy Becomes President. I don't think that's a duty of the president (laughs) to put on a play. It's his first order of business. Wow. As president. (laughs) Attendance is mandatory. Second, every single person in America, including unborn babies, will receive 2,000 stimulus checks of $1 each over the course of three days. Wow. What? And now. Direct deposited? 
No, they're checks. Oh, good. And now to unveil my slogan for the new year of new America, Growing America Yonder. Everyone will get a purple Growing America Yonder hat to wear at my crowning. And then... Oh, wow. We will all go to the playhouse <laughs> and watch my performance of Rudy 2. Oh, but wow. for now, I leave you with this. Sean Astin stood and took off all his clothes. What? He was naked beyond compare. This is a man. A naked man who's going to do the best for you. I won't lie, cheat, or steal. I will simply be naked and unafraid. As Sean Astin talked, and his flubby body shimmered in the light. Millions of American families across the land watched his speech and accepted him into their hearts as president. Wow. Literally anything was better than 2020. The end. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess if a man who wanted to be president showed us his naked body, that would mean he would be willing to be vulnerable to well, us. He was just simply proving... Proving his vulnerability, proving his dedication to his station. Mm, that's true. That's true. You know, and I guess I'm a. I would vote for him. Well, you don't. He he claimed it. There's no voting. He then claimed. I guess I wouldn't fight him on it. Yeah, there you go. Would Would you I accept your hat, him. your purple hat? Uh, growing America actually, yonder. Yes, I would, and <laughs> only if it was the letters were in rainbow. Yeah. Well. That's it for our episode. Nice and short and sweet. We did it. We did our best. And I hope that everybody has as good of a year as Sean Astin and Tim Allen are going to have. Yeah, I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take us off the air with a prayer? Yeah, sure. Dear Lord, (laughs) uh, thank you for Sean Astin stepping up. That's it. <laughs> we're not doing religion or politics on this podcast. <laughs> okay, now it's over.